Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, a resilience podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome, like anxiety, health, and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. This week on the podcast, I thought it would be fun to do my annual Christmas ideas roll-up sort of shopping list episode. And so, you know, I mentioned a few weeks ago on the podcast that we had just gotten over Halloween and I was like feeling super low energy. I just didn't have it in me in terms of starting to think about Christmas ideas and shopping. And I just felt like, oh my goodness, I needed some time off. So I can say that I honestly did take a few weeks, kind of got myself together focused a little bit on self-care, and I now am starting to really get into the Christmas spirit and getting excited for the holidays. I know in the U.S. you guys have just had your Thanksgiving in Canada, for those that don't know. Um, Canadian Thanksgiving is in early October, so we had ours a while ago and and then we sort of start to slowly get into the the Christmas spirit after I'd say after Remembrance Day is sort of the customary time but we have had a cold snap here this weekend a little skiff of snow it's been minus I don't know this morning when I took my son to soccer it was minus 11 Celsius so it's cold and you know I'm starting to feel that wanting to get cozy, wanting to put on the Christmas lights. We've got our outdoor lights up. We've got our tree done. I've got my kind of odds and ends decoration out as well. So we tend to like to have that a about a month in advance and so I'm feeling like we're in good shape as we're rolling into the holidays. For me one of the last things that I do is the baking. I tend to do like all the shopping but I don't like to do too much baking like I don't like to overdo it so I tend to do it pretty close to Christmas so that it's nice and fresh and ready to go. So this year It's looking and I'm really hoping that COVID is going to stay, um, you know, in a better place, I guess I would say, than it was last year in Ontario. It wasn't in a great place. So it's looking like our plans will be to do Christmas Eve at my sister's. We're going to have a meal there and um, kind of get all excited and then head home probably do a Christmas movie and then on Christmas Day we'll be at our home and I'm thinking what I'm going to do for Christmas is like charcuterie board type things. We'll do more like appies. I might do a brunch. I'm actually asking for a charcuterie board from my husband. So I'm hoping, well, really anyone. I mean, I would take it from anyone, but I'm hoping that if I do get that for Christmas, it will be prime to put together a nice board for us to munch on. For those that aren't familiar, charcuterie really comes from the French tradition that It's kind of a little pre-time where they have a drink together and you would have some maybe salty meat, some, um, 
biscuit salé, which is like salted crackers. You'd have um, cheeses, things like that. So we'll do our own take on that with um, some dairy-free cheese and gluten-free crackers and things like that. That's kind of what I'm planning for the day, especially if we've had a big meal already on um, Christmas Eve. And then I usually like to do maybe like cinnamon buns, gluten-free cinnamon buns for um, brunch breakfast time. Unfortunately, I had a bit of a freezer malfunction. My um, larger freezer in the basement broke and everything thawed and I lost a whole bunch of gluten-free goods from my favorite strawberry blonde bakery. They sell things that are um, you can put straight in the freezer. So I had frozen pizza buns that were gluten and dairy free. I had frozen cinnamon buns the same. I had a pie that we didn't end up having and stuffing from Thanksgiving. And so I was like, these will be great for Christmas. And of course, our freezer broke and I lost it all. I didn't notice it in time. Um, and so it's been quite a mess. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw probably uh, in my stories where I was posting pictures of me cleaning this freezer up that was, you know, super gross because once everything had melted, um, we had some some grossness in that freezer. So that was a real disappointment. I'm going to have to maybe make a trip back there again in time for the holidays because I do love their cinnamon buns especially and, um, you know, just their treats generally. So it's kind of sad. In terms of baking, I'm thinking that I asked my daughter what she wanted and she wanted wow butter balls, which I make, um, you know, with wow butter, which is like a toasted soy nut butter um, and and sugar. And then you put some chocolate on the outside, dairy-free chocolate. So those, I also love gingerbread cookies. That's my go-to. Gluten-free gingerbread cookies turn out awesome. They're nice and um, flavorful and usually moist. And so I tend to do those. I usually use the Bob's Red Mill recipe for gluten-free gingerbread. And they're just, I love doing them because they're really fun for the kids to decorate then as well. So I'll probably do some of those and, and then we'll go from there. Last year, I know I did a trifle, so that could be fun again. Some kind of a a trifle as well, or some type of a pudding type thing. The kids seem to love that as dessert. So that's kind of what we're thinking in terms of the traditional um, kind of get together fun and food this year. And so the other thing that everybody focuses on at Christmas is gifts. Now, we had Alex Pin on the podcast uh, last week where she was talking a little bit about, um, you know, not focusing so much on gifts at Christmas and focusing more on the doing fun things together. And so for me, a lot of that comes with the baking. I love doing the baking stuff with the kids. Another one that's super easy that we always do is I just buy a bag of gluten-free pretzels and I buy, you know, some sprinkles and use um, dairy-free chocolate and we just make like chocolate covered pretzels and put sprinkles and stuff on them and it's like so easy for the kids to actually help with that it's not um you're not really baking anything you're just kind of melting some chocolate and so that's something on on Christmas break that you know even if I'm working the kids can do that on their own and they're they would be totally fine to do that 
So that's a way to um, kind of spend that time together. That's kind of something they can do and they get along really well when they're baking together and it makes it really fun. Um, and then also for me, I like to sort of pass on certain recipes or certain things that, um, you know, I learned as a child about being in the kitchen and stuff like that to the kids. I always, um, give them my memory that when I was a kid, I remember I was always, I wanted to be a chef for the longest time and I was always keen to get in there and help with cooking and baking. And I was always so annoyed because every year my mom would be making a Christmas cake, which I don't make a Christmas cake, but she would make a Christmas cake and I would be like, what can I do? What, you know, can I mix this? Can I add this? And she would always be like, you can chop up the cherries, like the little gross cherries. And I always thought that was like, the worst job. I felt completely sidelined as a kid. So I always tell them, well, at least you don't just get to chop the cherries <laughs> as, um, as my little memory. Are you looking for a way to satisfy your sweet tooth without the filler? Try Monk Pack. They make keto granola bars and keto seed and nut bars, as well as protein cookies. They come in plenty of flavors like the almond butter cocoa chip keto granola bar and the caramel sea salt keto nut and seed bar. They're great tasting, they're plant-based, gluten-free, low sugar, non-GMO, and no sugar alcohols. You can just enjoy these freely. You can go ahead and visit Monk Pack. Monk is spelled M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com. And in order to get a special discount, you can use my discount code REALLIFE15, all one word, to get 15% off your order. Visit monkpack.com today to try all of these amazing low sugar products. So, you know, the experiences I think are a great idea. It's something I've been thinking about in terms of not only gift giving to my kids, but also to others, um, whether it's uh, maybe purchasing a wellness experience for them um, up in Canada near, uh, we live near Gatineau, Quebec. Um, we're in we're outside Ottawa, Canada, but there's a nice uh, Nordique spa there. Something like that, an experience that you can do together, I think is a great gift. Or um, I was recently at a Christmas market and there was a woman there who had a company called uh, Equisoul. And it was about experiences with horses. And I thought that was a really cool idea. You could either buy like a kid's package where the child can spend some time with a horse. They also offered a package where you could do yoga. It was more of a mental health spiritual package. Um, you spent time with the horses and you did yoga as well. So I thought some of those were some really neat ideas. Also, if you know that somebody is really into wellness, something like a gift card to see um, an acupuncturist or, you know, um, yoga classes, things like that, where if you know they're going to use it, and then maybe you could even go with them as well, which would be a really a great thing to give that time together. So I thought of some of those in terms of those experience gifts. Another thing that I could suggest would be oils. So I've talked a lot about essential oils on the podcast, and I do like the doTERRA 
um, oils and I do um, use a lot of those myself. And some of the ones that I think make great gifts, um, especially if you're doing like stocking stuff, they have the On Guard um, Hand Mist, which is a great little gift and really easy to give, easy to use. I go through them like crazy because every time we're out somewhere, it's like, okay, everybody missed your hands. Um, and so those are a great one. Also, they have a lot of the touch products. So if you're not sure if somebody has a diffuser or a bracelet or some way that they would really be using the um, oils themselves, the touch uh, product is, the, it has the oil, but it's also in a fractionated coconut oil and you just roll it on. So those can be really good for somebody who, you know, isn't quite into oils yet, but you think might enjoy them as a scent. So one would be lavender. You could get a lavender touch and that's like a really pretty scent to wear. It's also very calming and, you know, it's kind of ready to go. You can put it on, you know, your wrist or behind your ear, something like that. And then it's a great one that um, smells great and it's really easy to use. There are um, touches in so many of the different scents. So, you know, you can look into that on the doTERRA website in terms of which ones would be fitting for the person that you're giving to. And um, you can really fit um, their personality or maybe what um, they might be concerned with as well. Another easy product, they've started to come out with um, some holiday stuff. And so what I did see on the website, they've got a beard oil, a couple different beard oils that are coming out this holiday season. So those are kind of great for um, different people in your life, as well as the linen mist. That's a really easy one. Or the room spray. There's a holiday piece room spray that's coming out. Um, so again, if somebody doesn't have a diffuser, those are great little uh, kind of starter things that they can get into. I also saw a really neat um, kids koala diffuser that I thought was super cute. And it came in a package with the kids stronger oils. And um, it was just really cute for for a younger person in their room or even a teen like I honestly I would mind it myself. I thought it was really cute. Um, so there's tons of ideas with doTERRA. If that is something that you're interested in, you can message me on Instagram at SarahLadyGluten. I do um, have links for different doTERRA products that I'd be happy to set you up with. And I do plan to give a number of these products myself this year as well. I did as well. Last year, I gave a diffuser to um, my stepmother and she really liked it. She, I gave them kind of more, I gave them a holiday oil and then also something um, a little more citrusy as well to kind of brighten up those winter times. And so she really liked it. And then I've done the mist and the touches for different people as well. I wrote a book. I'd love for you to check it out. Pendulum by S.E. German is available now. Pendulum is a heartwarming story that follows a young boy who experiences mental health challenges like anxiety, OCD and depression, ADHD and tics following an infection. It turns out he has a little known disorder called pandas. The book follows 
the young boy as he struggles with his health issues as well as regular middle grade issues. And it can act as a wonderful catalyst between you and your children to talk about mental health issues and other things that are going on in their life. Pendulum is available online through Amazon Worldwide, Barnes & Noble, the Friesen Press Bookstore, and a number of other online retailers worldwide. And you can check out Chapter 1, the audio version of Pendulum for free on the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast in Episode 64. I hope you enjoy Pendulum by S.E. German and let me know what you think. So some other ideas would be, I mean, I find the kids are pretty specific with what they want. My daughter has come up with quite a list in terms of different things she'd like. She's kind of back into the American Girl dolls. She's keeps talking about a Polaroid camera. And I keep trying to explain to her that I don't think this is really going to be a great thing for her because they're so used to taking photos with the digital photos that I don't think she understands that if you take one Polaroid photo, like that is going to print and that's going to be one of your photos. Um, But she keeps saying she wants a kid's Polaroid camera. Um, She keeps talking about mini brands, which I think are the most incredible waste of money. She bought um, with her some of her uh, birthday money that she still had a package of mini brands. And I swear, if you don't know what they are, they are just little packages of food, but they don't have food in them. They're just the little box little tiny box. So she, for $16, got this little tiny package of almond milk, a little tiny package box of stovetop stuffing. She got one that was a collagen powder. Um, She got this little tiny chocolate bar. And I mean, I guess then her dolls play with it, but it just, it seems very expensive for honestly, little pretend packages of food. Anyway, that seems to be all the rage. I've seen them everywhere. Um, They're online. They're also in, um, I was in Walmart. They had a big thing of mini brands. Um, Many places I've seen them. So I find, you know, she's eight. She's pretty specific on what she wants. My son is 12 and he's a little bit trickier this year. And I think as the kids transition into teen, uh, that's generally harder. They either want the big ticket items or um, kind of like gift cards and money. So, I mean, I think for him, there's going to be that more focus on tech. Um, yeah, gift cards. He really wants a new Xbox, but like we're not buying a brand new Xbox for Christmas. So, um, yeah, I think it you know, could be games. It could be um, really anything to go along with their tech, I guess. Another thing that I do love to give um, at Christmas is things that are sports related, like for winter sports to kind of get the kids outside and adults as well during the winter because it can be so difficult to want to go outside when it is so cold. So some of my ideas in that area, um, for my nephew, I'm getting him a hockey training aid, which, you know, is basically these little, um, they're not quite pylons, but sort of like that, that he will be able to move his puck through and sort of enjoy uh, some outdoor training. 
Skates has been one that we've done a lot of years because they, their feet keep growing. And honestly, this year it may happen again because I don't think either of their skates fit them. And they're all of a sudden, it's going to be like the end of January, February, and they're going to want to skate and they're not going to have skates. Sleds is another one. My kids do love to kind of play around on sled. So um, I know that's that might be something we get just to refresh what they have because they do get broken. I did see a really cool um, kind of starter package for kids snowshoes that I thought was really neat and actually affordable. It was like $150 that I thought like, yeah, that could be something that um, that you could get. I don't think I'm going to get it this year, but uh, it just seemed like a really neat idea, especially because we often, you know, put money into things like a bicycle and stuff like that for the summer, but we've just got such a long time where, where it is cold and it would, it's great to get the kids outside. So those are a few of the more sport end type things that I'm thinking of. Another thing that I love is merch. So, you know, I find my husband's really tough to buy for and other people. And so if they're into like a certain TV show or they're into um, maybe a podcast, I know even podcasts, I've started like putting out merch. I'm pretty sure Smartless, um, that podcast with Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes and Will Arnett, I think they've got some merch. My daughter loves merch. Like it's kind of one of those things that you can wear um, something that you think is funny or maybe you get a coffee mug. Um, that's always fun and it kind of gives you a laugh or makes you smile later on when you see it again. So that's probably something I will be getting as well. And then another favorite for me is consumables. So this is something I always ask for because I find, you know, I put so much money into things that I use up like, um, you know, bath salts or supplements or, um, you know, it sounds maybe even silly, but like protein powder. Um, I love loose leaf tea, caffeine-free tea. And so I love to get stuff like that because I'm forever buying it and it sort of, you know, feels like a really nice little hug when you get something that you know you're going to use and then you don't have to run out and grab it and um, maybe feel bad about how costly a supplement is or something like that. So I do love consumables. And even in that area, I would put some, some of the products that I like to use as well. So I know when I was in university, the big thing I always asked for was Aveda hair products because they were pricey and I loved them, but you know, it was like a really nice gift because I didn't have a ton of money as a student. I always asked for special makeup products, things like that. And I think a lot of that still holds true. I know a lot of um, teens, especially um, love getting products like that. You know, you could even try out maybe some different um, organic lines or, you know, things if there's a special like a skin sensitivity, something like that, or some of the vegan lines. I've been using Pacifica, it's called, which is a vegan line, and I'm liking that right now. I've got a bunch of their makeup and creams. Also, Green Beaver is a really great um, kind of personal care 
line. I love their deodorant. I love some of their creams. And they're Canadian as well, which is kind of cool. Um, actually, not too far from where I live. And, and so I think that's a great one you can always try out. Or really any even locally made products that you maybe find at farmer's markets. I love to go and buy like their different soaps and bath bombs and all that kind of stuff that's, um, you know, handmade and local and it's, it makes a really fun gift. Um, another one is in our area. There has um, been this um, caramel shop that has opened up and they make these handmade sea salt caramels. So I think that would be an amazing gift. Unfortunately, they're not dairy free. So not a great gift for me, but a great gift for um, everybody else that can consume dairy. Uh, again, because it's local, it's supporting a shop that um, actually started in the pandemic and has done amazingly well and, and people are just loving what they're selling. So I think it's a, a great way to support some of those community businesses as well at Christmas time. Now, we also cannot forget the pets in our life. So one of the things that I'm going to suggest that I'm going to be getting for our dog, Charlie, who is a lab collie crossed with a blue healer, he is an incredible chewer. And BarkBox has started to make a super chewer box. And it is really cool because it comes with two very durable um, chewing toys within the box and they're fluff free because I know with Charlie if I get him anything that's fluffy he can immediately get the fluff off and start just breaking down this toy. So fluff free is perfect and then they also give you two full-size bags of treats and then two meaty chews as well and so you get that monthly and honestly it works out to be a pretty good deal because I know when I go into the pet store and I pick out maybe I you will pick maybe a two, three kind of durable toys per month and that's not even including the little treats and then a couple of chews and things like that. And and I'm easily spending, you know, $60 on just a couple of toys because I can't just get, you know, sort of those really cheaply made throwaway toys. Like he needs things that he's not going to demolish. And even still, I've had so many times where, you know, the most recent one I bought was like um, a bone. It's a very durable faux bone and it was $26.99 and he demolished it in a few seconds. He was able to start getting pieces off the end of this kind of fake bone because it has like um, a smell to it. He's going crazy and he just finds the weak spot and totally um, then I have to take it away because I don't want him to choke on the little pieces that he's able to get off. So I'm going to try out this box and you might want to try it out too. If you do, you can use my link to sign up. It's www.superchewer.com slash real life. And with that, the link, you get a free extra month of Super Chewer box, which is valued at $45 and that's valid on the multi-length plans. 
So if you're like me and you're looking for something new for your puppy um, or your dog, it can be a great addition, I think. So I will have that link in the show notes if you do want to click away on that. And I will also be starting a section of my website, which is www.se-german.com, where I'm going to put some of these affiliate links that I've started. Um, One is Monk Pack that I've started working with, BarkBox that I've started working with as well. And then that way you guys can easily find those either on the website Um, You can also click in my Instagram bio and that's where the links are on Linktree and then also the show notes. So if you're looking to find this and you can't remember what um, the link is, this will just make it a lot easier for you to click away and be able to hook up with some of these new products that I'm trying out and I hope you'll try out as well. So in that vein, kind of the last thing I wanted to talk about was something really neat this year that I've gotten involved in, which is being an Amazon um, shop, really. So what I've done is started to create my own Amazon shop, or it's more of a storefront, I suppose. And what it is, you can find it at amazon.com slash shop slash Sarah, S-A-R-A, Lady Gluten, all one word together. And in that, you'll come across my storefront where I've put together the Learning to Slay the Beast storefront. And I've got a number of things on there that I either use or I'm asking for myself for Christmas. I've also put together on the same shopping list a number of the books that we've talked about on the podcast. I have my book, Pendulum by Essie German, in that list. I have also got um, books by Dr. Kenneth Bach and Dr. Jill Krista. So if you're thinking back to some of those episodes that we dove into interviews with authors or maybe I reviewed a book, I've tried to add all of those onto here. I've got Sarah Wilson's book, First We Make the Beast Beautiful, Rachel and Dave Hollis's books, also our recent episode on plant-based veganism cooking. I've got all the books by Kathy Davis as well added to my list. And then, um, you know, some of the things that are tried and tested for me, I've got um, a gluten-free, dairy-free cookbook by Minimalist Baker. That's one that I've used a million times for different recipes. I added that to the list. Some middle grade books by Wesley King, who I really love and I just really feel like the messages in his books are great. And then a few things that I'm actually asking for for Christmas, like um, Dave Grohl's book or yearbook by Seth Rogen. I've got so many fun things on here that you can take a look. Things for active people like yoga mats and weightlifting gloves. I've got um, some cozy items like reading socks and scarves. Um, Two books that my daughter loved, Ways to Make Sunshine and Ways to Grow Love by Renee Watson. I've added those to the list. Of course, a charcuterie board just so that if my husband is listening, he can just go to my Amazon storefront and find what I'm looking for. 
a new book that I just heard about actually called Boundary Boss by Terry Cole. I've got a number of interviews coming up in the new year where we're going to be talking a lot and we have talked a little bit already about boundaries and codependence and so um, I heard that this book is great and I want to um, get that one myself. I've got some Bluetooth headphones that I like, um, a really fun pink desk chair that I use when I'm uh, doing my work, and even some supplements. So feel free to take a look. It is at amazon.com slash shop slash Gluten. And as I get more ideas for the holidays, I will be adding even more things to this uh, storefront. And you guys can then, again, click away. I'll put it in the show notes and also be adding a link to my website and se-german.com with, like I said, some ideas that, um, you know, I have for myself, that I have for others in my life, and that may help you if all of the other things that we talked about today didn't really hit and you're still kind of looking for that special something for somebody in your life. I know it can be a really challenging time um, doing holiday shopping. It's one of those things that I love. I love when I sit down with, you know, those special gifts that I've picked out for people and I'm wrapping them up and I get so excited because I really hope that they're going to love it but I know that we all can can lose that feeling when we're kind of feeling harried trying to get that exact right thing so I hope that um, this list gives you some ideas of things that you could possibly give and that you remember that yeah it isn't it isn't really the gift, right? As Alex Pinn was talking about, it is the time that you're spending together. Don't go crazy. I made a few um, kind of, I wouldn't call them resolutions, but in a way, um, kind of holiday giving resolutions this year. And one was that I usually go a little bit overboard for my kids. And you know, especially around Black Friday, we get a million emails from all of the clothes places, the different stores like The Gap sends me emails and Children's Place and all of these stores that I buy things for the kids all the time. And they're always like, buy this, buy this, you know, this is on sale. And so you feel that like, ooh, yeah, I should get the kids some clothes. Oh, I should buy them a new sweater. I should buy, you know, pajamas. I should buy this and that. And I kind of decided this year I wasn't going to do that because on Christmas morning, they are not interested in all of the clothes that I've wrapped up. They literally open it up. And you know what? I can't blame them. I would have been that way as well, right? I literally, they literally open it up and they're like, oh, thanks, mom. And so I just thought, you know what? This year, if there are clothes that they actually need, then I'm going to just get them for them when they need them. I'm not going to hold on to everything. So sometimes what I'll do is I'll, you know, pick up, you know, pants or a shirt or whatever, and I'll be like, oh, I'll hold on to this for Christmas. And I just thought, you know what, it really gets lost. And so, you know, for instance, my daughter really needed a new pair of pajamas. And so I just went and got it. I was like, I'm not going to hold on to this until Christmas Day and half, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. You know, they're going to get some, some special gifts and that will be enough. Um, you know, I just, I found I was often doing that where I would 
get anything in the last like November, December, and it was going to go under the tree. Like I would just wrap everything up and it just seemed to be a little bit too much. And so I'm going to try this approach this year that, um, you know, they'll, they'll get things that are special, but we don't need to have a million things under the tree. And I think it will be um, a little more of a focused morning and maybe I won't have that feeling of, oh, I'm not sure if they really liked that sweater, right? Like it's it's not exactly what they asked for. So um, we'll, we'll try a little bit of a different approach, I guess, this year. And, and I honestly think it makes my life a bit easier because I won't have um, all of these things waiting to be wrapped because, um, you know, some of it they just kind of need it and they're just going to have it. So that's kind of how I'm approaching Christmas this year. I, like I said, hope that this season is really focusing on that warm and fuzzy feeling for you that um, that it's not super stressful and that you get that connection time that you're really hoping for and uh, that everybody stays healthy and happy throughout the season. So this will not be my last podcast before the holidays, but it's probably the last one that I will focus um, on gift giving. And I wanted to do this enough in advance so that if you are looking for ideas, that you have them before um, we're right right into actually the holidays. Um, So good luck with uh, your planning and your holiday shopping. Have a wonderful December. Do you love the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast? Well, first of all, thank you so much. Second of all, if you love the podcast and you want more and more to keep coming, I would love your support through Kofi.com. Kofi.com is a way that you can put a little money towards your favorite podcast. It can be as little as a few dollars, one time, bunch of times, whatever you feel that you can give. And it helps to cover all the costs that go associated with podcasting. So if you would like to support this podcast, please consider donating through Kofi.com. You can find the link in my Instagram feed under Linktree. It's at Sarah Lady Gluten, or you can visit Kofi, K-O hyphen fi.com slash learning to slay the beasts. I appreciate your support, whether you can give or not. Thanks so much for listening. About a year ago, we got a new puppy named Charlie. Charlie is a lab collie crossed with an Australian cattle dog, a blue healer. And Charlie is a super chewer. He chews anything he can get his hands on, blankets, he chews any toy that we get and destroys it within a few seconds. So this is why I'm excited this year for Christmas to give Charlie the BarkBox Super Chewer. BarkBox Super Chewer comes with two tough toys that are always fluff free because Charlie can destroy anything with fluff. He literally can find the weak link in that toy and then he just goes to town. It also comes with two full-size bags of treats that are customizable for allergy or diet preferences, and then two 
all natural meaty chews. So you can also get your dog, especially if he's a super chewer, a BarkBox super chewer subscription. And you can use my link, which is www.superchewer.com slash real life. And this link gives you an extra free month of super chewer, which is valued at $45 and is valid on the multi length plan. So you can sign up with three months or six months or a year and then see what you like in terms of keeping your dog happy and not chewing the things that he shouldn't be chewing like Charlie did when we first got him and he chewed the corners of our walls and our trim in our house and our couch and so many things. So get BarkBox Super Chewer. And again, my link is www.superchewer.com slash real life. Thank you for listening to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. Please keep in mind, this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can follow me on social media, Instagram and TikTok at Sarah Lady Gluten or Facebook, Sarah underscore Gluten Free Lady. You can also visit my website, which includes author information, speaking information, and more info on the podcast at www.se-german.com. If you like the podcast, please feel free to review the podcast on your favorite platform and also subscribe because it means that it will show up for you every week on your favorite podcast platform. Also, we've just started to have the ability to support the podcast. You can find this link in my Instagram bio or visit Kofi, ko-fi.com slash learning to slay the beasts. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.